0: Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here's your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, I am glad you joined us today. You probably guys
1: are sick of hearing me say every week, I'm so happy you joined us, but. I'm so happy you joined us. He really is. See, I have support. I have with me in the studio two people that were here last uh, week and are pivotal at the mission. I have Eileen and I have Marissa.
2: Hello. Hello. All right.
1: And so last week we started off by thanking all the firefighters that fought the big fire, the Mosquito Fire. And again, guys, thank you so much. Uh, And you know what? To all the first responders who are out there, whether they are protecting us, uh, you know, with police force or they're saving us from fires or they're, they're restarting our hearts when we have an attack or whatever the case might be, thank you all for your service to us and to all the military groups that are out there as well. Thank you for defending us. And so as we come to you today, it uh, it has been a very strange uh, season. We had our first 115 degree temperature, I guess, and it seemed like it was never going to end. And all of a sudden the rain moved in Mm. and the temperatures dropped and it was amazing. And so that is certainly wonderful. One of the things I wanted to talk to us uh, or talk to you about today, and we're going to go over that with these two women that are here before us But I wanted to encourage each and every one of you that if you have not come to the mission and you have not taken a tour, to come to the mission to see what it is we really do from the women's clothes closet, which is just amazing and growing all the time, and more importantly than just growing in number, it's growing in its capacity to try to uh, serve people. I'm always astounded when I walk into the women's clothes closet during that day that we're open, and I see our women praying with Mm -hmm. women from outside, and I see tears rolling down faces, and I see lives that are seeking to be changed, and I, I see women that are there to help the folks who need the change. And so the women's clothes closet isn't just simply... It's like everything there. It's not simply a matter of giving out clothes to somebody. We have a Bible study beforehand, and many of the women come even when they are... It's not their turn to go shopping. They still come to the Bible study because it's important. And so what we are looking for at the mission is not just to feed, clothe, house. We do all those things, but we're looking... To give them the life changing gospel of Christ so that their lives can be transformed and never to go back to the way they were. And so the women's clothes closet is a huge part of it. And believe it or not, there was a time when I wasn't sure that that women's clothes closet was going to be able to survive. Mm -hmm. And. It was a shame because it was one of the first things that I wanted to do when I got there was open that women's clothes closet. And I, of course, am, like so many things, incapable of running the women's clothes closet, but thankfully we've had women from Robin all the way now to Kim, who is running the women's clothes closet, and she is doing a phenomenal job. She is. She's a wonderful woman of God. She's devoted to to her husband, to her family, to her church, and more importantly, she's devoted to God himself. And so that's what makes a difference in every one of our departments. Now, I'd like to introduce you to first, Eileen, would you say hello? And what do you do at the mission?
3: Well, I started as your assistant, yes, you and did. I still am. Yeah, <laughs> And then, <laughs> so I, I run the development department. And Basically, what that means is um, because we don't take government money, um, all the donations that come into the mission are from majority, are 85% of our donations, we just did a tabulation on it, are from just individuals, families. uh, And then 15% is like, let's say, the businesses and, and major donors. And if you think about it, that's pretty heavy, strong to show how many people out there in the greater Sacramento area believe in us. And some from the outside states have donated to the mission, but majority are our local body of believers that want to support the Union Gospel Mission. Uh, And so uh, it's our job to make sure that the donations keep coming in because we need to uh, keep the finances to support the mission and and feed the homeless and run the rehab program and the woman's clothes closet that you say. And so it's like public relations. So Mm -hmm. let uh, every donor that calls or emails us goes through my office, and either Marissa here or Jed or someone else might answer that call or, or email, but one of us will and uh, it's just a privilege to see the generosity of people's hearts that want to do so much to help the homeless and the poor. And for us, it's all tied with the gospel message, as Amen. you've already mentioned, Pastor Tim.
1: So, Marissa. Yes. Tell us what your job is there. What do you do?
2: So, I'm the development assistant, so one of Eileen's minions. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good point.
2: Yes. And um, I help to take certain tasks off of her hands. So as we mentioned in the previous show, and um, I do the social media posts, Mm -hmm. and then I help process the donations that come in, specifically by check, and then mailing out the receipts. And I help in the women's clothes closet sometimes. And Mm -hmm. in our Friday morning chapel service, I help lead worship for that. And um, wherever else I'm needed,
3: honestly, you know, and she's doing uh, a wonderful job. Thank you. What a gift she is to us. Thank you.
1: She truly is, and we're not trying to build up anybody's egos, and we're not trying to function under a cloud of hyperbole. But the re- the reality is that Marissa maybe has a demure nature, but she is. Phenomenally talented, and the most important thing about her is that she loves Jesus Christ as her personal Lord and Savior. Yes. And she has come to the mission four months ago, and we are thrilled that she's there and hope that she is there for many years.
3: Me too. And I just love her talent. For uh, She's a great photographer, and she's so creative. She loves uh, to think of ways to share about the mission through our social media posts so with that said if you are listening and and you are on facebook or instagram or even linkedin for the business world we have pages on those um, areas and uh, i just love that we get to share um, everything that you see is from us so the testimonies um, the activities at the mission uh, is all, like, she has done a great job of sharing um, in, in a creative way, like with uh, enthusiasm and um, encouragement. And it's just really fun to see God use her in such a special way.
2: Thank you.
1: You know, um, I wanted to add in that, that I appreciated all your prayers. A good friend of mm-hmm. mine who was on the board of directors His name was Ed Dunan. He was a retired sheriff's captain. But more importantly, he was a wonderful man who loved God with all his heart and loved the mission too and Mm -hmm. loved the men there. And and, uh, at his memorial service, one of those things that I was always impressed about was Ed would always tell me that he had spent 35 years in the cops and robbers business. Mm -hmm. But at the mission... The men loved him because he cared about them, and there was no cops and robbers. There was, there was a man who loved God, and wanted to tell other people about how much uh, God had done for him. Jesus Christ was his Lord and Savior, and so we got to say goodbye, and uh, for a temporary goodbye until we meet again on the other side. And that's not, that's not a. Oh, I hope so. That's a. A, sh- a hope that is guaranteed and so uh, keep miriam in prayer uh, she mm-hmm. is a lovely woman of god too who's connected to the mission and so i just i wanted you guys to to know that i appreciated your prayers because i know a lot of you did and so at any rate so marissa where did you learn to do all this stuff Because you do it pretty well as far as your social media and everything. Is it just something you learned on your own or did you take special classes for it? How did that happen? Computer
3: skills, right? (laughs)
2: Yeah. So I've been playing on the computer, working on computers since I was a kid. Um, Sometimes just out of boredom and curiosity, (laughs) like, oh, what can this computer do? And playing, you know, I don't know if you guys who know who Microsoft Sam was, but he was like, I think the first text to speech tool on the computer. So, just making him like say funny things and just discovering everything I could about how the computer and programs worked. And then, fortunately, through uh, just going to public school, I took typing classes and Microsoft Office classes. Like I remember doing a PowerPoint class in third grade. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then in eighth grade, and then just all through high school. So I was I'm very thankful for that background and my education because it's really helped serve its purpose today. Yes. And then um, as far as the creative aspects go, I'm using this wonderful app called Canva where you can make all kinds of things and you can make like flyers, you can make banners and you can just anything that you want visually you can create. And so I have a lot of fun with that and just trying different colors, different like templates and it's, it's really a great tool, um, and I've learned a lot about it just by using it. So I haven't had any special, like, social media classes. I did take – I was a communications major at Sac State, so I learned about the communications aspect. But as far as making the posts and the visual content, that's mostly my creativity. And then, you know, like, feedback and input from Eileen and maybe others who noticed something. And again, um, the feedback from Eileen's also been very valuable. She's been doing this for a long time, and I know that I have a lot to learn. So she's just a really valuable resource. And the fact that she thinks I'm doing so well with it is just like the
3: hugest honor. Aww.
1: Well, and those are not just said things. No. Because those are the same things she says to me about you.
3: We just love <clears throat> seeing you thrive. Thank yeah, you. And yes.
1: you are. I mean, you're, you've blossomed since the first day, and so— you know, uh, those talents, you know, I, I don't know if everybody thinks of it the same way I do, but I think that there are people who have skills and talents, but until they're applied in the kingdom of God, they're not a gift. And you you have taken those things and you have turned them into a gift, and that's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, at the mission, we have quite a few people that love the Lord and they demonstrated in different ways with different gifts mm-hmm. that yes. they are coming up with. Yeah. I wanted to point out that I have a chaplain who's uh, gifted in writing. He's headed for his dev. He's, he's a wonderful guy, but his artwork uh, is less than stellar. <laughs> and so he has this folder that he came up with, and frankly, it looked a little— uh, I don't know. It looked a little like the Communist Manifesto. I'm not sure. But he turned it over to Marissa and Marissa redesigned it. Well, she threw it out and designed one of her own and it was amazing yes. looking. She Thank did you. great. And so it w- it popped with color. It was well done. And so that, you know, I'm not trying to praise her. I'm just telling you that yeah. Yeah. that God is sending the right people right. to To us, right?
3: Yeah,
2: God sees everything.
3: You bring up flyers and so on. I would like to mention that we do have a flyer for the men's rehab program for the women's clothes closet. We have these great handout cards. Yes, we do. They're about the size of a a Monopoly card, you know, the board game. And on one side of it has our our website, our phone number, our address, even directions how to get to us. On the other side has a line by line listing of all the services that we offer. And one of the things we love telling people that you know everyone's concerned, how do you help the homeless? But sometimes it's really awkward, like, well, how how do we as if we're not working at the mission? Well, what you can always do is pick up these handout cards. Uh, leave a water bottle or some snacks in your car, or just the handout card. And then when you meet someone, there's two things I always suggest. One, offer to pray with them, uh, because majority of them love just to be acknowledged. In a safe place. That you place. care, of course, most definitely. Um, and then the second part is um, that you can always then hand them this card. That's what the, why it's called a handout card, to give them a place to go. Uh, and sometimes they know about us. Many times they do, but many times they don't. That's right. Or they need to be encouraged. Here's where you can go and get food every night and where men can get showered or women can come and get um, things for themselves and their children uh, at the women's clothes closet and so on. The, and the men's rehab program. Uh, you know it 's not only for the homeless, this is for anyone who has a need we will we We give out food boxes to families and seniors. There are people in our community that are suffering that need help with just supplemental food because they can 't cover all their expenses so this is something that all of you can do to help bring awareness to the services that we offer
1: you uh you do a lot of other things. Uh you're you're going to an outreach. Well, it will have been over by the time this radio show airs, but there's a lot of other things that you do and I know that you've helped in some of those things. You have a uh we have a birthday party for the homeless once a year. What's the idea of that?
3: Well, when you think about it, when was the last time a homeless person celebrated their birthday? Right. And some, some of them have never really had a decent celebration. Mm-hmm. And so we feed the homeless every night. Dinner is served. And even before that, most essentially, we give the gospel message. And we are blessed to have wonderful church groups that have made a commitment. They all take turns to come once a month to either share the gospel or share feeding the homeless with the d- dinner we, we prepare um, and so sometimes it, it, it's like, why not? We average about once a month we have a special occasion where we treat the homeless a little bit more than just the regular dinner. So uh, this wasn't my idea. It was done before I, I even came, uh, that why not have a, a birthday party? Mm-hmm. So we do the ice cream and cake and the decorations, the balloons, the extra candy on the table, And it gives also extra volunteers who are not part of a a church group to join us.
1: Can we go back to the ice cream and cake? No, never mind. (laughs) I agree. You know,
3: we all sing happy birthday to them, and, and they get treated extra special. You know, whatever we can do to encourage them and show them the love of Christ.
1: Exactly. That's why our remodel that we did, it isn't a remodel. It was, we tore the walls off and rewired, replumbed, did all that stuff, modernized the first third of our building, and we'll do the other two-thirds as we are getting the permits. But we did that uh, for safety reasons, of course, but also because we wanted, at the mission, To let the people out on the street and our program guys know that God loves them just as much as the people in the newer building. And uh, there's a lot of things we do. Marissa was talking about the fact that we all went out to a soccer game at the Sac Republic. And you may have thought, well, okay, they just got together after work to go watch a soccer game. But it was an intentional thing. We took some of our program guys and our staff people, and we like to get the guys out of the mission to do things that they maybe never did before sober. So uh, if
3: anyone has any football tickets, I, I was,
1: I was getting there. Uh, no, she's right. Uh, we, you know, the board of directors always donates money every every time we get together for the board. Uh, and that money is so that we can do things, and we're going to do them anyway. But there's a huge benefit to having the staff take some of the men and go to different events, and they are so grateful afterwards. Um, you know, and you think they had a good time
3: at the soccer game. Oh, we game? did. Without uh, being influenced under alcohol or drugs, mm. they they got to see how to have a great time. Amen. And uh, and they did. We had ten men from the program join us. Yep.
1: And so we had a we had a wonderful time. Uh,
3: and so we have another event coming up, right, Marissa?
2: Yeah, we have the harvest banquet coming up in October.
3: Yes. No. and we purposely did not put a date to it. Correct. Um, and so it, it'll be any time in October, if a church group or you just want to put a group yourself together and adopt the night out, you can actually choose the date. Otherwise, in about a week or so, we're going to make the date. And then for all those who want to join us, they can sign up and visit and, and have an opportunity to uh, serve dinner to the homeless at the Union Gospel Mission.
2: Yeah, and it's a really rewarding experience. It's fun, and it honestly feels like it goes by so quickly because you're so focused on you know serving and You know, just being on the front lines and seeing all the people that come through our doors and decorating. And if you come early enough, you get a tour of the place as well.
3: And what's it like to help the homeless and the feedback you get from them?
2: They're just so grateful and appreciative. They smile. They laugh. You get to know them a little bit. And it's, you know, they're people too. It's just that they're in more difficult circumstances. And it's really humbling, I would say and just seeing how grateful they are for just basic needs is, it really opens my eyes. At first, when I first started volunteering at UGM before I came to work here, I felt uncomfortable, but now I just see them as, you know, God's children, like He made them, and they're just like me. We all bleed the same color. We're all um, His creations, and so, I just think being kind to them is important. They're often overlooked by society, so just being able to treat them and help them feel seen and acknowledged and cared for is huge.
1: You know what? That really does sum it up. That is what the whole idea is, that we are the hands and the feet of Christ. We are the representation to the people who may never, never dawn in a church And so we need to represent Christ properly. That's why little things count. It's 110 degrees outside, and there's misters on the porch. We we opened up our chapel for a cooling center, much like our our warming center, which will be opening up in November. And the warming center, although it costs a lot of money to, to do that, The idea is that you guys have participated in that. You guys have made it possible always for us to do those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is everybody grateful? Not always, but that's okay. Uh, We're not always grateful for the blessings God has given us. We're down to just a half a minute. Anything you guys would like to say in closing?
2: Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you guys will come out for a banquet sometime
3: yes and, and as pastor tim said we are grateful for all of our supporters and so many generosity Amen. that have been poured into the mission
2: and god is good god god <laughs> is good he's
1: really great uh, he's not only good but his grace abounds uh, every day that he would even you know save a wretch like us right So, as always, my dearest friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.
0: You've been listening to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. If your heart's been touched, And you want to know more about the work of the mission, log on to ugmsac.com, ugmsac.com. To donate clothing, food, time, or financial help, call 916-447-3268, 916-447-3268. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.